Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. Welcome to Hope. I'm addicted to Adderall. This is your host, Cassie. Um, Like I promised, today I'm going to be talking about my experience in the hospital, recovering from the C-section, and um, how my experience there is related to my Adderall usage, um, as well as advice or, um, I guess, just opinions that I got from doctors and lactation consultants and stuff while I was at the hospital. So thank you so much for joining me. So I was kind of torn as to whether or not I should take my Adderall the morning of the C-section, which was scheduled at 7.30. I'm sorry, no, I think it was 7 o'clock, but I had to be at the hospital at 5. And I had, you know, gone gone on Facebook and looked at some comments from the members of the group for pregnant women, postpartum women, women looking to conceive who are taking or considering taking stimulant medication. And I just wanted to see what they had said as to whether or not they took their medication before the C-section, after the C-section, what their doctors recommended, et cetera. Um, And it looked like everyone who had actually already gone through the procedure had taken Actually, no, there was one person who said I didn't take it just because I, I kind of forgot. It was like so early in the morning, um, whatever. Um, but, I, you know, there weren't like a ton. But the other few who responded said that they took it like they did any other day. It helped them feel more calm and in control and just gave them a sense of normalcy. And so when I asked my OB about a week before the procedure, he said, to take all my medications except um, the morning of the procedure, why don't you just not take the Adderall? Like, you know, as if it's no big deal. Uh, and I was like, okay, you know, acting like it's all right. <laughs> and so then the hospital is supposed to call me the next day. Of course, they didn't. So I called them the day before the procedure just to make sure that, you know, I did all of the prep necessary. Like, should I shave? Should I not shave? Didn't really get a straight answer on that. Um, what to do as far as um, when to have my last meal, whether or not to take my medications. I didn't realize I couldn't even have water for 12 hours before the procedure. Um, so that was horrible. <laughs> but they did say that I could take my Adderall with a tiny sip of water. So I did take my, how much did I take? Might have been 20 milligrams at like, 3 or 4 a.m. that morning. So, like that lady who posted on the Facebook group page said, it did kind of, I think, help me feel a bit more normal that morning. Um, you know, and I was able to get up super early and just get ready and feel, yeah, like normal. Like I had my shit together. Um, And I got to the hospital, 
Um, everything went by pretty quickly. I did get nervous when they were administering the, um, just all the medications. I honestly, I don't even know what all they were giving me. Like I, they, they didn't even really tell me, like I would have to ask. And then I didn't recognize all of the medications and like, Oh, like you won't have any side effects. But, um, I know right away my blood pressure increased to, I believe what was around 145 to over 90 something. So, um, quite high, not like scary high, but according to them, none of the medications that they had given me should have caused that. And so I just figured that it was, you know, anxiety leading up to the surgery because I have had normal blood pressure throughout my entire pregnancy. Um, and then I remember them saying, <laughs> we're going to take you to the OR shortly and just so that you're prepared. Um, it's going to be loud. It's going to be light. There is going to be a lot of people and a lot of talking and, you know, and that's just like my worst nightmare. <laughs> it's just like a lot of people and a lot of noise. And so like, for some reason I was picturing it like almost like, um, what you see in the movies during war when there's just like all these medics operating on people all next to each other in one room. And so I was relieved to find out that I was the only person being operated on. <laughs> and there were just, you know, uh, several people from anesthesia, um, a couple doctors or a couple OBs, um, a pediatrician, just different people like that. Um, I was super anxious, but um, I don't know when they were administering the spinal and the epidural. I remember the anesthesiologist um, asked me if I could feel if I could still feel um, anything in one of my legs and I said yeah my right leg and she's like oh that's weird because the way that I have the needle insert or the syringe or whatever it's called inserted it, it should be affecting the other leg more and I don't know so that like scared me I was like oh my gosh did they mess something up and um but I, th I think I seemed calm and they then they had me lay down on the operating table and it's like shaped like a T. So my arms were out to the side. Um, and then they put up the, what's it called? The little partition thing. I can't think of the word right now that they put up so that I can't see what they're doing inside of me, you know, during the surgery. And then after they had me all set up, but before they started operating, they had my husband come in. And the first thing he says is, oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, don't say that again, please. It's going to cause way too much anxiety. And, and later I asked him why he said that. And he's like, well, I just go in there. My wife's like laid out on the, t on the cross like Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was like, uh. But anyway, so he came in and he was holding my hand and I think that did comfort me. Um, 
he didn't seem overly nervous or nor overly nonchalant. So I think that it was, you know, I felt good about it. Um, one of the doctors who was going to be performing the surgery, who was, who was actually the older brother of my OB, uh, who was also there. He was like, I was a breech baby. Breech babies are the best. And just kind of like made me feel good about, you know, more confident in their abilities and like, you know, the fact that everything would be okay. Not the fact that he was a breech baby, you know, has anything to do with his ability as a surgeon. <laughs> but um, yeah, he, I just, he, I just liked his demeanor and he just, I, I, I thought he was younger than my OB because I'd only seen his picture in the office, but that was just a very old picture. So he's the older brother and um, he had a lot more experience than I thought previously. And so that just, that was comforting. Um, the actual procedure was nerve wracking just because I could, you know, of course feel them tugging. It didn't hurt at all, but they were talking about like, how they were like, she was caught up in my bladder and they were having trouble getting her out. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> um, but then, you know, the procedure, I went into the OR, I think at seven o'clock and she was born at 7.42 AM, five pounds, 11 ounces. And the first thing they said was she's perfect. And so, you know, that I was just like, okay, everything's okay. Um, then they brought her to me for skin to skin contact. I forget if I mentioned this last in the last episode and poor baby, I got really nauseous and thought I was going to throw up. And then I was all paranoid because, you know, they said no water, no nothing. And I'm like, I was like that little sip of water I had with the Adderall. Like, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> am I going to throw up and then aspirate? And <laughs> just, you know, I'm like, I have anxiety. And then I couldn't didn't want to take anxiety medication um, due to the pregnancy and breastfeeding and all that. So, yeah, um, then they, they wheeled me back to the postpartum room. And honestly, I don't remember how long I was in there before they brought the baby in. But, um, the nausea didn't last too long, but it, it was making me nervous. Like everything else makes me nervous. Um, and then I just, I knew that I had a catheter inserted and that made me nervous. <laughs> I just don't, I don't know. It was weird. Like not knowing if I was peeing or not and like not feeling or not yeah, not feeling a full bladder, just, it, I don't know, it was weird, and the fact that I couldn't feel anything from my waist down, you know, just kind of added to the whole weirdness, um, and then they did give me some pain meds, but it was just like Motrin, um, they didn't give me any narcotics, basically, and they told me that the anesthesia wouldn't last super long, and I don't know. So going to the bathroom was like, I couldn't stand up by myself. I couldn't roll over onto my side by myself. Um, 
when so I would have to have a nurse come in, help me roll over to my side, and then kind of pull me up off the bed and walk me while I was all hunched over to the bathroom. And then, like, she had to pull down my underwear, my little surgical underwear. And then there was all this blood. And I just remember getting outside this grass, but like blood on the floor. Like, it was super hard to wipe. And I just had a lot of pain. And at the time, so this is like after they took out the catheter. I can't remember when this was. Um, oh, wow. I guess I'm forgetting a lot of details because the catheter was in for a while. I don't remember. They must have had me try to breastfeed before they took it out. Um, but this is all within, you know, the first 12 hours or so. Um, and so, yeah, when I would urinate, it was painful. And I was thinking that, like, I don't know, did they, like, is it because of the catheter? I don't really understand how catheters work. Is there supposed to be pain afterwards? Um, it was just, I just felt a lot of pain in that area. And then I remembered them saying that the baby was like all tangled up in my bladder and I'm like oh my gosh did they mess up my bladder <laughs> um, and so yeah I'm just you know me being anxious me and then breastfeeding was a huge struggle um just I think just because I didn't take my Adderall after that first dosage and so I was super super tired I mean, luckily, I didn't go into labor and, you know, be in labor for several hours and then have to have an emergency C-section. I feel for those people, man, because just the C-section alone was was tough. And, you know, I didn't want to take my Adderall because my blood pressure remained high. Um, and then, like, I was going to be breastfeeding and I wanted to talk to the pediatrician first. Even though, you know, on that Facebook page, a lot of people said that they were continuing to take their Adderall. Nobody mentioned any negative effects in the baby, but I just made me nervous. And then the fact that my blood pressure was high and I was recovering from a surgery, I was like, I don't know, could this affect my recovery and, and all that. So I was just exhausted. And now looking back, I... I wonder if I had taken my Adderall, if my breastfeeding experience would have been more successful or my breastfeeding attempt. Cause I was just so tired and in pain. And it's like the lactation consultant would come in and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, all this torture again. Um, they would have to like put all these sheets and pillows around me and like rolling onto my side. And it was super painful. And then, it was just painful and then my nipples hurt and I didn't know what I was doing. And the baby would like, as soon as she started to latch, she would fall asleep. And, um, yeah, so it was, I was just struggling and I was exhausted and, um, I mean, I was so in love with my baby and so happy that she was there and she was okay. Um, I was super paranoid. <laughs> I couldn't like sleep the whole time, even though I was exhausted because I was just scared. Like the, the blanket they had her swaddled in would like go over her face and like, you know, I don't know. Um, 
So, yes. So, as I was kind of saying, I wonder if having, if I had gone into it um, knowing and planning and wanting to for sure take the Adderall post-surgery um, and while breastfeeding, if I, you know, if I, if I felt like that was okay to continue taking it and to take my Ambien, I think my experience might have been, I, I think I might have been much more successful when it came to breastfeeding. So it was like she would just latch on and fall asleep. And, you know, we would do everything. We were putting cold wipes on her, even though she was small and we needed to keep her warm. And it's like, <sighs> she would rarely nurse for over five minutes, if I remember correctly. And so she lost, I forget if it was day two or day three, she ended up having lost 10% of her birth weight, which is the cutoff, you know, like where they start to become concerned. And so we started supplementing with formula, which basically means that, you know, because they really push the breastfeeding. I would breastfeed for as long as possible and really do, you know, try all kinds of things to keep her awake and make it make it work. And, you know, it was never successful and it was painful and torturous. Um, you know, I loved holding my baby, but I just felt like a bad mom. I felt embarrassed that I, I couldn't get it right. And I was, it was hard for me to keep my eyes open too. Um, and without the Ambien, I wasn't sleeping, um, especially since I don't know. It's like they're like, sleep when your baby sleeps. Make sure you're resting. You just had a major surgery. Oh, make sure you're breastfeeding every two hours. And then breastfeeding every two hours turned into attempting to breastfeed for a while. And then after that, giving her a bottle. And then after that, pumping for at least 15 minutes. And then washing all of the pump parts. And after all of that was done, it's like I only had, I don't know, let's just say an hour optimistically to sleep before it would all start over again. But, you know, then somebody would usually come into the room and check my vitals and press on my uterus or I would have to go to the bathroom, which is a big ordeal. Or, you know, I did eat once in a while. Um so thank God my husband was helping me because I, I couldn't even change her diapers. I couldn't like walk around with her for a couple of days. I could barely walk around myself. Um, so since I do struggle to fall asleep, if I had had Ambien, I would have been able to take it, you know, maybe at least get like an hour of sleep. <laughs> um, and then take maybe a smaller dosage of the Adderall to just feel more competent because like I remember they would come in and to explain just important things about that I needed to do with my baby and I just felt so overwhelmed like I couldn't imagine ever making her doctor's appointment or like taking care of her at my house I just felt like my brain was just in a fog like they would start explaining the postpartum care instructions like how to care for myself 
And it was hard for me to keep my eyes open. Um, and then eventually, once we were doing more of the formula, they like on day three or so, they said, you can sleep for four hours or the baby can go four hours without eating if she, you know, drank her full bottle, which I think at the time was only like two ounces or something. But it's like still, you know, after that whole ordeal of trying to breastfeed and then giving her the bottle and then pumping and then washing the pump parts. There's not much time left. And then they ended up coming in anyway. And I couldn't sleep without the Ambien. So um, had I had the Ambien earlier, once they told me I could sleep for four hours or let her go four hours without, without eating, it would have been so much better. So on day three, I finally took the Ambien at night. I slept for, you know, I interrupted sleep. But I think I got like a total of six hours of sleep. and then I took like a five milligram dose of Adderall the next morning and I felt so much better. Okay. So the last thing I wanted to talk about regarding my time at the hospital and all of that is um, what the, there were three different pediatricians because they kind of just come in. Um, well, there was one who was there during the C-section operation. Um, and then a different one would come in each day to just kind of talk to me about how the baby was doing and answer any questions I had. So of course I asked about um, Adderall usage and Ambien. And all three of them, all three of the pediatricians that I asked, in addition to the lactation consultant, said that they that most likely the benefit to me as a as the mom and how it would improve my ability to care for her would most likely outweigh any slight potential risk um for the baby and um I also spoke with people from Mother to Baby and Infant Risk Center, and they, there was another, I think, no, yeah, it was just those two organizations, um, and they do research on the safety of medications during pregnancy and breastfeeding. and how they affect fertility as well. Um, And they both said that um, Adderall and Ambien are both compatible with pregnancy and breastfeeding at, you know, the regular prescribed dosages, which for Adderall goes up to 60 milligrams a day. Um, And just to watch for, you know, with Adderall, um, fussiness, inability to sleep, trouble feeding, and then with the ambient um, kind of sedation, also trouble feeding, um, yeah, things like that. So 
I was just, I was still nervous because I'm such a worrier. Um, and then my OB came in on day three and I was just feeling so tore up. That's one of the conversations when he was talking to me about postpartum care. And I was just like, I can barely keep my eyes open. And I was standing up at the time. Um, I asked him if it was okay to take my Adderall considering, um, well, for one thing, well, while I was recovering from the surgery and also considering the fact that I'd had um, a high blood pressure since the day of the, the operation. And he expressed no concerns regarding my continuation or, um, you know, me continuing to take Adderall. Um, and he prescribed me something for high blood pressure and he told me to take it if, you know, if things weren't getting better and I, I felt the need to. Um, I don't think he was super concerned, but, you know. So, and then my discharge paperwork told me that I could continue taking the Adderall and the Ambien. Um, they also gave me Vicodin. Which I, I didn't take that with the Ambien. Um, yeah, so... Overall, I think that, oh, the only good thing about not having taken the Adderall for those three days was I I think it reduced my tolerance quite a bit. So I don't know. It's hard to tell if it was because I hadn't taken it for a few days or if it was just like the adrenaline from, you know, my body trying to stay awake on so little sleep and, you know, any kind of postpartum hormones and, and things like that. Because I'm, I'm, I know I've taken a three-day break before, and I don't recall it reducing my tolerance so much. So I think it was part of the excitement and whatever happens to the body postpartum. Um, but unfortunately, I slowly worked my way back up to, to 60 milligrams, and now again, I feel like <laughs> I, I need more. Um, so I, I should, I need to figure out. And I mean, not figure out. I just I need to reduce. So yeah, that's hopefully that was helpful. Um, sorry, I'm still scatterbrained, <laughs> um, even with my medication. I am a little sleep deprived. Luckily, not as much as I was before. Um, but you know, taking care of a newborn is a lot, and people always talk about how. Their brains are never the same <laughs> or their or their bodies for that matter after having a baby. Um, and I've just, I've always been, you know, there are certain things about my ADHD that the medication does not totally fix. And one of those is like my distractibility or like, I guess when there's too much, when there are too many stimuli, I have a hard time focusing in on one. And when I say stimuli, not only do I mean like, you know, noise around me, um, things that I can see, but also just thoughts. <laughs> um, I'm driving right now and I have the baby in the car, so like I'm trying to make sure that 
I'm staying safe. And then my anxiety comes into play and I lose focus. But it's definitely much better with the medication as long as I take an appropriate dose. Um, if I take too much at one time, uh, I think, well, now I'm getting all sidetracked. <laughs> um, I'll just finish that thought though. If I take too much at one time, or if I'm taking, if I haven't taken in a while and my, my tolerance has gone down and I take too much, then the anxiety kind of decreases the effectiveness of the medication. Um, where I start to feel overstimulated. But yeah, that has nothing to do with this episode. So I apologize for that little tangent. Um, anyway, I my next episode will be about my breastfeeding journey after getting home from the hospital. Um, how things went with, you know, slowly increasing my Adderall dosage, Ambien, um, just taking care of my baby with ADHD and anxiety, and all of that good stuff. So, and going back to work. Boo. <laughs> uh, so, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your patience and hopefully your understanding <laughs> with, you know, my disorganized mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Have a wonderful day, and hopefully I'll be able to record another episode within a week or so. You know, it's hard with the baby, and, you know, there are always excuses, but <laughs> um, it's hard to record a full episode in one sitting or, you know, even, like, type out a complete episode with everything that I want to say, so it's kind of more, like, on the fly. And that's part of the reason it's not as organized, but you know, it's like I have little little bits and pieces of time where I can record and then I kind of like start to forget what I recorded in the first little chunk. So yeah, I apologize again and I will wrap this up <laughs> immediately. Thank you so much for your patience. Thanks for listening. Um, feel free to contact me with any questions and have a wonderful day. Bye.